Booker T, five-time WCW champion. You listen to WNS podcast. Now, can you dig that, sucker? You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I am Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And welcome you to episode 277 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter. We're at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. And Tyler's at Tyler underscore Amber. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got a little bit to talk about this week. I won't be surprised if it's kind of a short episode. So uh, listener beware if you're expecting a uh, a long episode like we've given in the past. Um, this might not be the episode for you because we have one little bit of feedback. We have some raw to talk about. A couple hot topics. One question in the Q and A uh, section. Uh, but other than that, it should be uh, a fairly short show, I would think. But who knows? We might get into. Did you say is it shorter than Mike's? No, it's not. It's not shorter than Mike's. Okay. Because his were super short. It's really super short. Yes. So ours are obviously going to be longer than that. But we do uh, welcome you all to the show, and uh, thank you for it. So how you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah, sir. Good, sir. Doing good. Hanging in there. Good Samaritan. Samaritan. Yeah. Have I done something to warrant that or? Yes. What have I done? No, I don't know. You don't know. All right. Did you have a good weekend, a good Memorial weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Had some good parties. Yes. Um, there was a, you'll probably think this is funny, at a surprise birthday party for a friend. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people are liars. Yeah. I found that out. Yeah. This, filled with deceit. Yeah. Who lied to you? Everyone. Like... You. No, I didn't lie to you. So Your wife. Oh, well, yeah. She's my wife. Yeah, they're liars. My friends, my family, they all lied to me. They all said they weren't coming to my party because they had planned a party of their own, but it was for me, so it made it a little more okay. <laughs> Doug is the only innocent one here. Because he didn't say whether he would go to my party or not. I said I was coming to your party. That makes you a liar. Because no, because I, I came to it. Mm-mm. Wasn't my party. It was a party for me, but it wasn't my party. So I, was I didn't going, host that party. But you're the one that canceled it. Doug, how are you today? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. You ready for some vacation time? Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> ready to get out and take a well-deserved break. So, um... Um... Are you going to venture out to, uh... Or is NXT doing some stuff and, uh... It's, there is, but it's sold out. Uh, lame. Okay. That stinks. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we'll dive on into it. Um, so Doug, Doug will not be here. Just uh, to let everyone know, for the next couple weeks, two or three yeah, weeks, probably the rest of the month. Yeah, uh, I might be back the last week of the month. I'm not. I have to look at a calendar to know. Yeah. So uh, just just be forewarned. 
if you're looking looking to uh, listen to Doug, he will not be here uh, for the next three to four episodes. So uh, I hope you have a very good time and enjoy. Are you driving or flying? Driving. Driving. Ooh, that's going to be. Is there uh, something that you're specifically looking forward to? Um, I don't know. I'm just uh, happy to not be at work. So. Yeah. I feel you there. So, um, yeah, I know I'm getting ready for, for Comic Palooza. going to be taking place later this month. Also, uh, the uh, Icons of Wrestling and House of Hardcore Heck show yeah, is going to be coming to Pasadena. That's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to be uh, booking it, heading Comic- over there. Comic Palooza, who's going to be there wrestling wise? Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, I also saw Taylor Hendricks, yeah, I believe. From ROH. Yeah. There was uh, Arn. Arn Anderson. Yeah. He's going to be out there as well. And uh, some of the talent from Hurricane Pro, our Hurricane local wrestling Pro. promotion, is going to be out at Comic Palooza. Doomsday. Yes. Doomsday Wrestling is going to be out there as well. So it should be a lot of fun. I feel I'm like there's someone else that they're bringing in that, that I'm missing. Um,. I'm not sure off the top of my head. I'll research it later. Yeah, we'll do we'll do some looks. And then House of Hardcore. Yeah. It's gonna be a comic convention and a wrestling show. Yeah, icons of wrestling and comic collector fest, followed by House of Hardcore. So Tommy Dreamer, Mickey James, Carlito, MVP so far we'll announced. Be there. Billy Gunn, one man gang, he's gonna be out there one too. One man gang. Yeah. We'll be there. So yeah. We're gonna be no, we're not just gonna be there, we're gonna be part of it. Yes, because uh, we have a uh, a vendor booth. So for those of you who are listening in the uh, in the state of Texas or who want to make an extra long drive to Pasadena near Houston, um, make sure you mark your calendars in August. We'll give the further details as we get closer. But uh, you say the state of Texas like Texas isn't a big fucking state <laughs> though. You could take like twelve hours well, to drive across. If you're if you're willing to drive from El Paso, then you're willing to drive from like Mississippi because it's actually probably a shorter drive from Mississippi than it is El Paso. Sure it is. So uh, yeah. So anyone who wants to make the trek down to Pasadena to check out House of Hardcore, we hope to see you all out there. So it should be a lot of fun. I've been. Stocking up, I've made a few purchases. Doug, I've already used the the gift card you gave me for my birthday. I bought some uh, some new microphones that we're going to be able to use in case uh, anyone wants to stop by our booth and uh, do a little chat. Sweet, it's going to be really cool. I got some lavalier microphones and and a nice splitter. We'll so. have our stuff set up. We'll have the your laptop. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, talk we'll... to people. Have uh, you know? Are you going to? Have a laptop and let the show play and let people listen. Or? I haven't decided yet. Well, I think we ought to. We'll we'll have a meeting or something one day and and discuss what all we want to do. Because my booth, or I say my, it's our booth, and then you'll have your area for uh, selling as well. So I think they're going to be side by side. I'll so. have a lot of collectibles. Mm-hmm. Should be pretty cool. So looking forward to it. But with that being said, let's dive into the feedback that we got from this week. Only one feedback, and it's from Ace McSpade saying, Thumbtack City, do it. So, Oh, just like a slogan? I think they want to see you it. falling on some thumbtacks. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I said what? 300 $300? was the asking price, I believe. Is that what I said, 300 Something like that. That was the bare minimum you would you would do that. Still got to think about it. I'd, I'd set it off the top of my head, but... I'm also nervous about it, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously going to hurt. Yes, for sure. So, it's just a matter of... Man up. Whew, yeah, doing it. So, we'll see how that all plays out. But let's dive into Raw. 
uh, as we get closer to Money in the Bank. I don't know. I know, uh, Doug, you did not watch this Raw with us, uh, with myself and Tyler. Um, I usually don't. Yeah, normally. But you're always welcome if you if you if you. Oh like no, to. I usually, it's usually just like by the time I get home, I'm just like off of work. I'm just like I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'm just gonna. Yeah, um, and I'll have cable, so I have to bum <laughs> off someone. <laughs> before before we go into our normal match by match, what did you think of this Raw? Um. I heard that they were like rewriting it, or the word was maybe it's just a rumor. There, there is not a lot of truth to, and maybe it was just people looking at the show and making assumptions. But I heard I think they were rewriting the show as it was happening. Wow, uh, it felt like it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> on I, certain spots, I think they, I think that they've uh, double backed on some big angles. So I think that maybe the, you know, I think with the brand extension and the possible we're assuming a draft is coming although mm-hmm. i don't think it's been official official yet um they're making it seem like there will be oh uh, yeah i'm sure i'm sure there will be but they haven't specifically said we're gonna draft yet but uh with all that sort of looming it feels like they've uh made some changes to like overall the bigger creative pictures and the um i think that may have had something to do with it also i heard there was some big sports game on that maybe they just yeah weren't interested in competing with or d- didn't actually try to compete with i don't know yeah it was like game seven of an nba semifinal or okay. something like that to yeah. determine who goes to play for the championship um but i guess i guess we can talk about one of the hot topics and that was the news that broke the day after we recorded last week's show which tends to happen there there's always something going on um so WWE announced that SmackDown is going to be going live on Tuesday nights. They normally record the show on Tuesday nights and air it on Thursday, but they've decided, no, we'd like to go live, and uh, talks of the brand split have returned. And it's going to be on USA. It's going to be on the USA Network. I don't know that they specifically made that call. I think it's uh, probably at the request of USA. Yeah. And I think they're doing what they can to please USA because when their rights still comes up, I think they're hoping to be in better standing yeah. uh, for what they're going to make off the TV. So. Mm-hmm. so, uh, so a lot of people were questioning: uh, Are we going to see the brand split, or is it going to be more of the same of what we already have? Uh, and that sort of played into the opening segment of Raw. Well, they said specifically that they're going to have unique rosters. Yeah, on the like um, announcement or whatever the. Mm-hmm. But that seems weird if they they they, they say it unique. Like it's not like the brand split. They're saying it a little different. Yeah. Like well, unique. Something. I mean, if if a wrestler is unique to one show, then they wouldn't be on the other. So it's essentially like the, it a kind split. of feels like it's like only certain certain superstars will be on certain shows, and the rest will be on. I don't know. That's how I get the feeling of it. But because they're they're wording it weirdly. Yeah, it makes me question if they do have the you know unique unique roster. Are they going to try and bump SmackDown up to three hours? in order to try and keep a level roster or is it going to remain at two and they'll just say, okay, we'll we'll just take, you know, 20 of our 50 people instead of 25 or something. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt SmackDown is going to be three hours. Um, I was hoping that they would knock an hour off of raw. I think it (laughs) would be um, advantageous for them to do a two hour raw and a two hour SmackDown. I know, uh, I've sort of been missing a lot of the product just because of work, but um, I'm as hardcore as it gets, and uh, there aren't too many people like me who are on a pay-per-view weekend going to do a a four-hour special event into a three-hour Raw into a two-hour SmackDown. So that's a 
that's a real uh, significant it's a uh, lot. time demand for anyone. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of time to to dedicate to it. I mean that that's nine hours in three days yeah. uh, dedicated just to just to wrestling. Um, so it's gonna. I think it it'll probably be a little bit of a strain, uh, to be honest. Uh, and I know we hinted at it before we um, started recording the show, but possible talks about what we're going to do as far as recording the, the, the podcast. Will we bump it to uh, record on Wednesday night and have it release on Thursday so that we can cover SmackDown? Or do we want to do our normal stuff and just kind of, I don't know. I am in favor of uh, moving to Wednesdays. Yeah. Because I personally just want to see the show. Mm-hmm. And to me... To me, if we're going to do a podcast, we either need to, like, be more expansive in what we cover outside of the WWE, or we need to be at least make sure that we cover, if we're just going to cover WWE, I think we at least need to cover all the fucking shows, or at least the big ones. Yeah. I mean, that's just where I stand. I know that I'm, like, uh, I mean, I'm as guilty as anyone of not, like, seeing too much shit just because shit's been bad for me, but I feel like the, the effort needs to be made on our parts if we're going to be... Uh, I think we need to d- decide what our identity as a show is and then act accordingly. Like mm-hmm. if we're going to if we're not going to cover all of WWE then I would hope I think in this day and age with the the amount of podcasts that are out there with the with the uh the attention paid by so many podcasts I don't think we can be a raw podcast. I think I don't even like being like a raw and pay-per-view podcast as is, but I think we at least have to cover SmackDown if we're going to cover WWE. If we're not going to cover everything WWE, I think we need to make a bigger effort to catch to uh, cover things outside the WWE. That's right. just where I stand. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still falling further and further behind on like Lucha Underground, and I still can't get into TNA. Um, I mean, it's just tough. I haven't I haven't watched uh, NXT in a couple of weeks either. It's just time gets away from me, and yeah. build up your own routine and fall behind. I don't know. What do you think, Tyler? Um, I'm with him to move to Wednesdays. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think I think it's the least we could do if we're gonna give it a test try. If we're that. gonna do, if we're gonna focus mainly on WWE, I think the least we could do is watch the fucking live shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. I don't know. All right. Well, for those of you who are listening, make sure you uh, leave us a comment, give us your thoughts on the uh, on the matter as well, and uh, maybe we'll do sort of a mock draft or something to see who's going to be uh who we think should go to uh to smackdown who should stay on raw who knows we'll see um but that does sort of play into the opening segment well, with, hold on before we get into raw like uh, let's talk a little bit about we just sort of mentioned the draft and the, mm-hmm. the extension let's talk a little bit about what you expect to see and what you would like to see out of this because uh, we're light on content anyway so we might yeah. as well talk a little about this what do you expect from this uh, mm. move for SmackDown, and what would you like? Um, I was hopeful. I, I think it's unreasonable uh, expectation to see them cut an hour, but I think trimming an hour off a of Raw yeah. and having them both be two-hour shows would be beneficial. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen just because mm. they're the highest-rated stuff on USA, and the reason they're getting more live programming is because USA is using what they have is a hot product too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may seem like when you're inside the wrestling bubble, it seems 
like the product's not that hot to us, but it's still the highest rated show they have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that robot, Mr. Robot thing may be like a big deal, but I but think for like, the rest of the year, when, yeah, like when they're I think consistently WWE still is like the rating skitter for them. Yeah. So. And I, and you kind of have to wonder, does the USA Network consider the third hour to be a failure? Because I think I saw a statistic that 78% of the shows of Raw that have been in the three-hour generation have seen decline in ratings as opposed to the first two. Right. So, yeah, I, you know. Do you it, think that is uh, length of show or quality of show or both? Uh, it's a combination of both because if you can hold my interest, I'm gonna watch it, you know, as long as it's on. But if it's something where it was like WrestleMania, where by the end of it you're like, dude, wrap it up, like let's go, uh, you know, people are gonna start tuning out because you know if if we're getting exhausted from watching the product, then what does that say about the casual fan? So I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sort of with you. I think this this would be a good opportunity for them to say, well, hey, yeah, let's let's bump it back. Let's bump Raw back down to two hours. Because they're still overall, they're going to be increasing their hours overall. It's just yeah. not by two, it'd be about one. It's not going to happen, though. It's just like what I would like to see from them. Plus, well, no. they're under a contract. They have to be three yeah. hours for, what, a few years? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they can work something out between them. I mean, Yeah. I mean, they, you know, what, SmackDown's one hour or two hours? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. So, I mean, it's just, if you just, I mean, it's as simple as it's easier to write a two-hour show mm-hmm. than it is to write a three-hour show. You have less time to fill. You can, in theory at least, <clears throat> fill that time with more higher-quality things because you're not stretching things. Not out. every Raw will have to start with a 15-minute promo oh, and a commercial. That. Yeah. That's just how they shoot TV. That's not changing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I well mean, maybe they'll trim it down to like 10 minutes instead of 15. Well, that's what I... Okay, so as far as what we would hope to see from um, like a brand split or an extension, they say extension, but to me that doesn't make sense, right? Because it's not Raw is not extending. It's not... Yeah. A brand extension is using the known brand to get over a new brand, but mm-hmm. it's going to be... They're trying to say it's a split. And what cracks me up uh-huh. is that they're emphasizing that it's going to be live. Whereas in the past, they haven't acknowledged that it was pre-taped. They act like it was live. Well, I think they know that... I mean, you you yourself have said that your motivation to watch SmackDown is hit significantly because you know what happens already. Right. Like, I get home from doing the podcast, and I just pull up the spoilers and be like, okay, well, it looks like I didn't miss much. I mean, sometimes we look at the spoilers while we're doing the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, um... But as far as what I would like, I would like to see a real effort to make SmackDown a different feeling show than Raw. I know it's not going to look that different because overall the production scene is still the same, but I know that same Ryan stage. Ward... Yeah, More it's going to have the same. I mean, just the feel of the show. I know that Ryan Ward and Triple H, who were the you know acclaimed NXT team, or the, the is the SmackDown team, so I would like them... Hopefully they're given the opportunity to make it their own and mm-hmm. like see what they can do. Hopefully they can make it feel differently. Um, like have Raw be run by Vince and uh, SmackDown be run by Trips. Well, yeah, I mean Vince and Kevin Dunn are going to run Raw, and I th- I'm sure Dunn has because he the his job title has still say in SmackDown, but hopefully it's significantly less. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I don't know. I would. Uh, I hope that they find a way to make it unique. Um, 
I hope that they there's talk that they may go back to two titles, which I think is like a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think two main titles, two like a world heavy and a WWE champion. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is a big mistake. I would like to see them keep one main champion, and then I would like to see them elevate, hopefully, the U.S. and the United States, uh, U.S. and the Intercontinental titles to the bigger brand titles. Well, how would you guys feel about them renaming, sort of getting rid of the the history and the lineage of the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title and making it like the Raw and the SmackDown title and then having a World Heavyweight Championship? I know there's mm. a lot of history and I know there's a lot of lineage. But there's also a lot of baggage and a lot of like yeah. bad... Uh, years and years of people being unhappy with how those titles are used. I mean, and you can always bring them back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, you're saying make a new title for it to be a different thing? No, I'm just... Like a different experience? I'm just asking how you feel about it. Do you... How, how do you feel about changing the two the two secondary titles to, to new names because you get like a fresh start with them? You have like one world heavyweight champion... Who's going to go between the brands? You're going right. to establish challenges on both brands, and you have like a Raw champ and a SmackDown champ. I I don't know. Like I just I feel it could be good. Like when they split the the guys up and say if okay, they they throw NXT guys in there too, but like the new fresh matchups for the mid cards or whatever for a title, I think would like if they push that. For the, like the title, I think it'll be good. For me, it, it doesn't matter if they rename the title or whatever. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm fine with them keeping the names and just having one be on one brand, one on the other. Um, it's you know, it, it it's all about how the titles are booked. If you have someone win it one week and then he loses it two weeks later, you know, just on a regular, you know taping or some or a regular episode then it kind of decreases its value i mean depends on how it's done but yeah in general it does it, it, it's all about how it's going to be booked and if they if they actually say okay now we can put more focus on this title because it's exclusive to our show that would be a way for them to elevate because in the past they've had a bad habit of someone having the title but oh this person is not defending this title in the pay-per-view or he's not he hasn't defended it in like weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just has it, and it's just weird because they just don't focus on it. I know. I'm not like advocating that they change them. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I'm just posing ideas to like how this thing could play out and what are yeah. some things I, they could do. I, agree I mean, with him. in all honesty, what is uh, if you take away anything that's happened before John Cena sort of reinvigorated the secondary title scene? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are those titles meant for a decade before that? Yeah, not a whole no, lot. No. Because they didn't, like, did they, I'm trying to remember on certain parts, did, did it seem like it was a big deal when they had the, the brand split before? I'm not talking about that towards the end of they that version out, of the brand split. They started out strong. They were doing individual pay-per-views for the brands, which yeah. I think, would you guys, okay, I mean, we're sort of segueing off of this, and I'll just say that I don't have a problem. I'm not advocate. I'm not, like, making an argument that they should rename the titles. I'm just saying... I was posing the question, like, would that give it new life with this mm-hmm. brand split, and would that mean these secondary titles feel uh, more important than, you know, whatever? But uh, how would you guys feel if they started doing in, uh, individual special events? They yeah. have their own network, and they don't have to worry about people buying you know, it. I never really 
saw that like that when they were split, like when they first began uh, splitting. Because I never watched pay per views. Do what? It was very watered down. Because <laughs> I never watched. Yeah, I didn't see. What was it, like SmackDown, like the Great American Bash, and you know stuff like that. I, I didn't. I could you guys? Even, could you guys even handle like brand specific special events? I think okay. Currently, there's what twelve pay per views a year. Isn't there like thirteen? Because they have twelve that one, or thir- somewhere around there. Because isn't there that one month where they have like, like a two week, within two weeks? There's like a yeah. two week turnaround on them. Yeah. Uh, I would be fine if they have Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and uh, and Money in the Bank be the the joined pay per views. You know, where it's Raw and SmackDown, all the talent going to be on those shows. And then the others you could divide, you know, as sort of throwaways. Because that's how they're treating them now anyways. Like, they're not, we're not getting a clear ending to a feud. It's just a continuation. And so, you know, one SmackDown could have Extreme Rules and then Raw could have uh, Hell in a Cell. And then, you know, SmackDown could have... TLC and then whatever. I mean, because they have so many gimmicky pay-per-views, I feel like they could divide it accordingly anyways. Yeah, I don't know that I would be, like, confident that they could pull it off. Yeah, I get the argument that they have the networks to fill the network with original content. There's no reason not to have shows on the network, like, Mm -hmm. all the time. They... They arguably could do a lot more than what they do with the network, uh, as in terms of original first run programming that's specific to the network. Yeah, but uh, I don't know that they that I am confident that they could not just waste my time with like extra shows or whatever. Yeah, uh, I I would say don't add any more pay per views. It's it's oversaturated as it is. But like if you did, okay, the Royal Rumble obviously is first, so that would be the join one. Then you could have. What's in between fast lane? That could be. I'll say that I don't know because then it's right into right into mania, so you would need both brands to be represented between there somewhere. Man, that's tough. Yeah, I I would. You know, I'm actually just in favor of them sticking with the ones they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the uh, I I don't see why they can't just have um. Like these matches are SmackDown matches, and these matches are yeah. Raw matches on the same show. Unless they are just start knocking the shit out of the water, which I am cautiously <laughs> okay. I'm not cautiously optimistic. I'm actually kind of pessimistic on. <laughs> but what do you guys think about? Here's what I would like to have seen, and it starts with I wish they would have not. They would knock an hour off Raw. That's not happening. I know it's not. I'm just saying. Yeah. In I'm just saying. I think it would help, especially when they're on a, a special event weekend where they're going to demand a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night at people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want them to have unique rosters and to keep them separated except for the the main champion. Yeah. Uh, so you would have one tag team, one women's champion, one world champion, and then the two minor titles. Well, let's debate that because I think that a way to make the brands feel special is maybe like, Okay, they're they're gonna crown. I think it sort of leaked out there. They're, they're gonna crown a cruiserweight champion with the cruiserweight series, mm. so that's gonna be a title. I don't think it was made. I don't think it was mentioned that it was gonna be specific to NXT. So I think it could be a main roster thing. Mm. It's possible. I don't know. I don't think they've been very clear about that. But 
I mean, you could have a champ that goes between challengers on both shows. You could yeah. have IC on one, Intercontinental on the other. Uh, I keep doing, I keep naming them both the same <laughs> way on both the US and IC on one. Maybe you put Cruiserweight on one show. And that's why that would be a selling point for watching that show have a unique mm-hmm. division on there. I don't like the idea of putting all the women on one show though. So yeah. I guess maybe like the women would have a floating champ the same. Yeah. And so would you put like cruisers on one show, tag teams on one show? How do you feel about that? I don't know. I mean, I mean, it would give, you, like if you like tag team wrestling, then you watch Raw. If you like mm-hmm. cruiserweight, you watch. Because I don't think unless they have a resurgence of tag teams or whatever, <laughs> I don't think it's necessary to have tag team champions championships for both I don't shows. want two tag teams. No, no not again. I don't want that. They've again. got a lot of teams, but they don't have a lot of teams they're doing a lot with. Yeah. So. So that's, yeah, that is weird then. I don't. So would you guys be in favor of, obviously the floating champ and the floating women champ, would you make the appeal of the shows that, specific divisions to their shows like a cruiserweight on raw or smackdown and then like a tag division on the opposite as a selling point for that specific show i could see the smack uh the smackdown roster get the cruiserweights because vince is known for not really being fond of the smaller guys the smaller quicker guys well not so much where do you think they would fall but do you think it's a good idea to have um, specific divisions on specific brands do you think that's a selling point for a show yeah it could be because it it worked in WCW, because fans would tune in to watch well, the cruiserweights. Uh, no matter what, if you have a specific Raw. roster, and yeah. this guy's on this roster, you're going to watch, you know. Or are you risking dividing your audience and saying, well, normally we get, you know, two million viewers, but now we're only getting one million because they don't want to see the Both people on shows. our show and they're tuning in to the other show. I would think I they would have to do it that way because they would have the tag team or whatever, say tag team on one show and cruiserweights on the other show because if not, if they're going back and forth, that's too many people still going back and forth on both yeah. shows again. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, why wouldn't you uh, put the the U.S. title and the cruiserweight title on this show? And then, like, but the, if they're still saying unique, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a problem with with champs floating so long as they are consistent about it but mm-hmm. i don't want to see the rest of the roster float so much that's what how would they do such a thing where it's like okay the main champ has the title is on raw and his challenge the main champ doesn't have a show is my point yeah but what i'm saying is is okay the guy who's challenging for the title is on raw so is he only going to stay on Raw for that feud? Or you mean like he's not he, on SmackDown? Yeah, I would think that... Whatever feud they're in with the person, they're going to stay on that br- I would Raw think show. that the feud would play out on that show. I don't think that it's... I don't think it's a bad idea to have the champ float, but I could see an argument for keeping the the champ on the show where the angle is playing out as a selling point for keeping him fresh, like on like moving him back and forth between the shows. I just don't want the challengers, if a SmackDown guy is being built as the next challenger, like he's got his shot, I, d- I don't want to see him on Raw. Mm-hmm. Unless, I know they're going to do like big joint shows. There's, it's impossible for them to not do that. They're gonna, a super show. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't do it too often, though. I don't know. And or it's going to be four hours long. As far as, as, far as the Vince like, not 
wanting isn't put the cruisers not on Vince's show. I guarantee Vince is going to have some hands on while SmackDown's still the shiny new toy. Oh, yeah. Like when it first goes live. I mean, there's like all that talk about is Vince going to try and produce like uh, Morrow the way he produces the rest of the announced team, and is that going to take away from him? Is that going to is he going to get fed up with that and just go call boxing in MMA? Or? Yeah. When, uh, by the way, sorry, it's off subject. When's the cruiserweight show? July. July. Hmm. I think they have tapings before that, but I don't think anything airs until July. I think they've already, or no, that's they've, like the qualifying. Yeah, they've that. done Never the mind. qualifying matches. Um, this is partially pertaining because it's speculative of, of what might happen as far as the roster goes. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts on the the announcement, or not necessarily announcement, but uh, naming of the next NXT takeover with the end? Um, why well, speculation? Yeah, like I. The, when I first heard it, and then I heard, there were people saying they looked up the NXT like shows, and there aren't any shows past like June, whatever, like any live events for them. Or mm-hmm. I thought I saw there was there was something in July. Maybe it was July, but there's nothing past that. Oh. Maybe I don't know. They're having like the take. They're having the takeover Brooklyn uh, right before SummerSlam. Right. But other than that, which yeah. is the week the week after Sun? Well, the week of SummerSlam is the week this man goes Raw or whatever. Uh. Because Triple H what did a weird cryptic thing was like, oh, it's NXT, uh, the end, what's going to happen, or something, dot, 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 or something mm-hmm. like It was well, a weird, no, I don't think I worded it correctly. I think, I think that I initially looked too much into it, and I think a lot of people did the same, but just because with all the news flying, and then everyone's like, like endless speculation of what could happen or what's oh going God, to happen. Oh, God, all of NXT is being hey, called I, up. Oh, they're for sure. For sure, NXT dudes are getting called up and mm-hmm. not just a couple. They got to fill the fucking slots, especially yes. after they lost all those guys right before they did it. <laughs> I liked your theory. I really did. That's not my theory. I just heard people talking about I like, like your idea or the idea that you came Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not my idea or my theory. I was just posting like all the random speculation I was hearing about you know, maybe NXT is not a thing anymore and Evolve is now the NXT. I don't know. For sure, NXT guys are getting called up and I don't think just a couple. I think it may, if it sticks around, I think it may be a more true developmental than it has been. Hmm. Should be interesting. I'm curious as to how it's all going to play out. At least it's getting people talking, which is that's... that's All I know is I'm ready for... Shinsuke, mm-hmm. Vince, Mojo, Austin Aries, all those guys on the main roster. Yep. I don't know if they're all going to be there, but I would, I would, I'd wager a bet that a significant amount of them within are. a six month time frame. Yeah, because they might hold some of them back instead of just be like, "Look, look at all these people." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or maybe Blow not. Your load all at once. Or yeah. maybe not. They've got like a new roster to fill. I mean, yeah, someone has to stay around. You know. Well, the people that would stay are for sure the 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 actual developmental title uh, talent would stick around, like your no your no way Jose's, yeah. your drifters, your <laughs> you know those those types of cats that are actually in there for development, and your other people you're just using to draw. Well, now you have a larger brand that you need to draw with because they're going to do their own. Not only are they going to do their own live shows, they're going to do house shows on Monday nights while Raw's on. They're going to do SmackDown mm-hmm. house shows on Monday nights, which is insane to me. Are but, they really? Yeah. They're going to have SmackDown oh. house shows on Monday nights. That's dumb. Mm-mm-mm. Whatever. Not my call. Yeah, it is. 
Your so, call, sir. If it is, I'd change it. Are you guys <laughs> excited? Are you guys pessimistic? Do you think this is going to fail? Do you think this is going to succeed? I'm. Are you okay. excited? Are you cautiously? I'm cautiously. I'm hoping for the best, but like I am nervous. I'm like I don't know what they're going to do or what they could do because in my head, I was like they could screw up certain things. Oh, they will. They but will I'm screw hoping up for the best. Things. I mean, history says that they'll fuck this up because we've seen it before. Yeah, but uh, I'm definitely concerned because a lot more riding on it this time. Though. Yeah. I, I, I'm more concerned. I'm interested, don't get me wrong, but I'm very concerned because, in my opinion, this week's Raw was terrible. And normally, the SmackDown that follows it is just a copy base. You know, they copy whatever happened last week and play it on this week so that they can recap it on Raw the next week. You know, it's just... I think they're trying... I think they're, they've turned on the we're just going to tread water until then switch. Yeah, yeah, but seems like it. I mean, if if they're gonna go in with that mindset, then they need to say, okay, well, if we're gonna do that, then we need to have people, we need to give people a reason to tune into Raw. Well, I think they did. They hot shot at a big angle. Yeah, but that was the only angle that I felt was really worth watching. It's a, a big fucking angle. It is, but in a three-hour program, a fifteen-minute segment isn't gonna cut it. Well, there, I think. There was some other stuff I was stoked on. Yeah. I mean, Titus, like, shoot-punching Rusev in the face was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I've seen what they can do, and it's all going to depend on who's calling the shots. Because if you go back to, like, when Paul Heyman was, in a sense, running SmackDown, and they were doing very well in the ratings and stuff, you know, he knew what he was doing, but... In the age that we're in now, with the people who are booking it and the writers and all that, and essentially the ultimate decision by Vince, I just I don't I don't know how well it's going to do. Well, your writing team is. I mean, if you're talking about SmackDown, you're because you're you mentioned Paul Heyman. Your your SmackDown writing team is your your NXT writing team. So if mm-hmm. you liked NXT, then you would have hopefully is that what they are now. Ryan Ward and Triple H are mm-hmm. going to run SmackDown. Are they going to, or they're doing it right uh, Ryan Ward's already writing on there, and I assume... Tri- I don't think Triple H is... I'm sure he has whatever clout to say whatever, but I don't think he's like in charge of it like he's going to be. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be like their show, but I, cool. I, I might cool. be misinterpreting Hopefully. that. Hopefully. Which is why SmackDown will be two hours, and NXT they'll bring in as a one-hour show program before it. <sighs> nah, I mean, I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's already, like... To me, there was not really a need to do a brand split because you already have like the the split is the NXT. Yeah. But if you're gonna do it, then there's not a need to add a third hour to SmackDown just to showcase the NXT guys. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of those, a lot of those NXT guys you want to see are gonna be on SmackDown anyway. Yep. So I mean, are you real stoked to see the Drifter on SmackDown? Is that what you're getting <laughs> at? No, not not particularly. Not particularly. Are fond you of him. like? You like his like uh, sure, guitar sk- uh, skills? He's very squeaky, right? Like no. he sings pretty good. No, he does not. Oh, uh, so I don't know. Strangle a drifter. Uh, we'll just have to see how it all plays out whenever it, whenever it eventually gets here. But uh, we kick Raw off with uh, Shane and Stephanie coming out talking about 
pretty much what we talked about, but much less detail. Um, and the new day come out and they're asking questions about it, and it turns into a half dance contest. And well, well, hang on, because they weren't answering any questions mm-hmm. at all. Like, why have the new day come out ask those questions when they're not going to answer it? In due time, like that was in my opinion pointless. Yeah. I, I think you guys are a little down on this, but I thought it was a good segment. I like I thought the New Day were funny. I mean, they're funny, but I'm just trying to understand. I was like... They're just getting the word. This is the first time on air that they've mentioned this is happening. Right. They, they're, you're taking for granted that everybody who watches the show saw the public announcement that you guys saw on the internet. Not everybody mm-hmm. who watches the show like reads the fucking wrestling internet like we do every day. So this is their way of putting it out on their programming this big thing is coming and what's like a good hype way to get people to pay attention to it by having like the hot act be the people out there asking what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. like where what, how's this going to affect us what's going to happen i thought it was a good use of new day and uh i thought it was fun and funny and uh i didn't have any problems with it i just remember well, the crowd hardly giving a reaction at all during certain points it was like I think they were trying to listen to see what they're going to say. Though. Yeah, I, I guess so. They were being it, it was dead quiet in the arena while they were talking. I mean, the whole note that they didn't give any answers thing is they don't have the fucking answers yet. They they decided this whole thing in like the last two weeks, and they're just like USA <laughs> wants them to do another live show, and they're like, all right, let's fucking make this work. Yeah, and then that's why there are no answers yet because it's like shit's changing by the day, and shit's <laughs> like getting made up as they go along, and that's how. You know, everyone, there's so much speculation because that's all there is right now is, like, speculation. Hey, here's the new uh, script. Just, Cue the music. <laughs> I don't know. I still just felt it was weird. Just I mean, you guys, I mean, I'm not saying you guys had to be into it. I just, I didn't have the problem that you guys apparently had. Yeah, I felt myself being very negative towards this episode of Raw. I don't know. Did you Did you feel that at all, Doug? Um, I don't think it was, like, a very good Raw. I think it was, I mean, I would agree that it was... Uh, definitely in the lower end of Raw's in recent mm-hmm. times, but I don't think that I don't know. I'd still like to acknowledge this, the parts of the show that I thought didn't have a problem. Yeah, and there were a few there were a few highs that I that I did enjoy, but I felt I mean, I like I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I felt like this this Raw was a lot of filler. They did a lot of let's take you back and look at what happened eight weeks ago or last month or this week or you know uh, it was just. I don't know. I, did, I I was not into it very much. Now, there were a couple, like I said, there were a couple things that I did enjoy, but uh, overall, I did not enjoy this raw. I mean, I think it's easy to say. I think it's an easy critique to be like, "Well, it fucking sucked." I mean, and you know, I'm not saying you guys would be wrong to say that, but I mean, I think that's like an easy critique then to like say, "Well, like this mm-hmm. this was like a." this segment was worthy of praise or this match was decent or whatever. Mm. But, I mean, like, how would you? I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to their probably rewriting. Or yeah. I think there is some truth to they may be hold, They may be cooling down angles and saving them, or they may be, like, going to tread water mode. I mean, if I was going to do this, like, new, like, relaunch, and it's not a relaunch, but it's sort of like a relaunch in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you want, like, to save the hot shit for then? I don't know. They gave you, yeah. they gave you like, one of the biggest feuds they could give you on this, on, like, the kickoff on this Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like I said, that's one of the things that I really enjoyed. But like some of the matches, I just I wasn't really into. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, it wasn't good. Like I don't want to. I don't want to feel like uh, people are think I'm like, um, 
being like a defender of the show or like that I didn't say it was good. I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It just was what it was. Well, we, uh, we got to see the kickoff match, which was New Day going up against the VOD villains. This matchup ended in a disqualification. After they were going to let Stephanie dance in a little short short. They were never going to let her do that. Come on. Are man. you kidding me? I saw gifts all over the fucking internet of all the time she danced after they cut her off. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll never get to see it. And then people are just like, here's Stephanie dancing on this show. Here's Stephanie. There was actually other shows of her dancing with New Day. Yeah. From like just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but I did think I'm that's, saying, like storyline wise, oh, yeah, like, yeah. they cut out the lights and all that. So it's like they, they shouldn't have cut her off. I did think that's why pants. they had her in shorts and not a yeah, dress, though. A nice like, little man. skirt. <laughs> like, Ooh. She's uh got these shorts on she's gonna get down she's gonna do some <laughs> booty dancing there you go i thought it was cute i don't know i guess maybe i'm, I'm I no still problem with that. i'm still a total mark for the new day so like uh, maybe people are cooling down on the new day i still like them a lot i'm still a big fan of them i just felt like and they did they did an okay job they did as as, as well as i felt they could but i don't know maybe it's the whole shane and stephanie bickering back and forth kind of thing maybe that's what's driving me away from it i didn't I have know. no problem like it was weird. They were. I know they're gonna go back and forth, but the last two shows are on the same page, and they're showing kind of showing bickering like out of nowhere. Nothing led up to it or whatever. I don't know. Well, the thing that I'm surprised about is not that. What I'm surprised about is that they didn't do an angle that led to this. They just said, "Oh, we just decided we're." I thought the the payoff to the Stephanie Shane angle was the mm. brand split, and now they're just like, "Oh, we're just gonna do a brand split." Yeah, and maybe one will end up on the other show. We don't know who's gonna be running it yet. Yeah. So. Which which begs the question: Who's running SmackDown right now? Nobody. I guess nobody. That's right. Where is Teddy Long when you need him? I mean, you would think that the payoff would be Vince would be like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, you both get your own shows or whatever." But yeah, I've had enough of you two arguing. You go on this show and you go on that show. You get your roster, you get yours. But you know, like I'm surprised that they're like work. Supposedly the the beef is real between Shane and Stephanie. So mm-hmm. like, hmm. They they. I I heard that as well that backstage they are fairly separate from yeah. one another, so they wow you know put their difference aside for Brother the camera. Sister, but, they don't like each other. Well, sibling rivalry and all that. Because they're a McMahon, damn it. <laughs> yep, everyone wants to be on top. Um, but that brought us into the new day going up against the Vaude Villains. The match ends with a disqualification after Anderson and Gallows come out and attack. So that answers the question: Is who is going to feud with the new day? Um, after the VOD villains. Um, so I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's, I was like, hey, look, they're, they're dominant looking now. Yeah, makes them look like a credible threat, uh, to the, to the tag titles. Well, I mean, they, they said they did win the feud with Usos, who are former, like, multiple time champs. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. Anything from the, uh, from the match itself? Uh, not really. No. Okay. Um, after that, we got to see a backstage segment with Apollo Crews getting a, a pep talk of sorts from the Big Show, which <sighs> I'm glad we at least get to see something from Apollo Crews instead of him just walking out and having a match. Like, okay, he's getting to talk. We're getting to see some character development. Big I Show's coming show out. I thought Show was going to, like, start beating him up. <laughs> well, I Heel saw, turn! I saw, like, screen grabs that said, like, first time Paul Cruz isn't smiling. Like, whenever he was, like, uh, first, like, serious face, oh, he, yeah. like, he threw his hands up to Big Show and he was, like, mugging him down. Mm-hmm. It's like the only time that dude isn't smiling. <laughs> I mean, look, dude's got a nice smile. If I had he nice, does, oh, yeah, if I got really. nice teeth like that, you know, I'd probably be showing them fuckers. Oh, I have too. stained teeth. I'm just saying. 
I don't, have, smile, I don't have white teeth. He should be proud of it. Mm-hmm. So after that, we got to see the Usos going up against the team of Breezango, which is Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I, I'm taking their theme song. I know like you guys the, don't give a fuck, but I'm sort of into the truth. truth uh, the golden truth. Golden truth. I like okay. <sighs> I like Goldust and R-Truth separately. I don't yeah. hate their tag team. I don't. Yeah. But I'm finding myself digging Breezango more for some weird reason. I guess how they like move and talk and how they well it's the two male models Uh, they're gonna be jobbers but i mean or they're gonna lose or they're gonna pick up wins but they're gonna lose to golden truth and i'm fine with that but i think i like uh brizongo more that's interesting because i couldn't give less of a fuck about brizon vandango i think i'm all about truth and uh gold dust first of all gold dust is a better worker than fucking breeze or fandango put together and uh i think truth is rapping is good so i like (laughs) i like truth i mean i thought they were good on commentary too like uh I did laugh at R-Truth mistaking Byron for coach. I thought that was pretty humorous. Yeah, I think they play off each other well, though. I mean, I think them like their chemistry together, like the way they fuck around and grab ass with each other, I think is really good. Hmm. So I'm way into their tr- uh, golden truth, and I could give less of a fuck about Breeze and Fandango. I know everyone's like, oh, Tyler I'm with Breeze Tyler on this one. I'm, I'm all about Breezango. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> You Febreze. Guys, you I guys like the theme song. For the it could have been Febreze, but, you know, licensing and all Febreze. that. You guys are in for the reawakening when they do that J-O-B to Golden Truth. Oh, I'm no, fine with them doing are. the They're job. They're going to, for sure. I know that. Look at the three-man band. They got over as hell, and they were nothing but glorified jobbers. So, you know, you like who you like, don't who you don't. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Taste is subjective. Yep. You guys just have the wrong kind. <laughs> hey, that's, that's fine. I'm okay with that. So um, after that, we got to see Roman Reigns come out and cut a promo, calling out Seth Rollins. Rollins comes out looking like he's going to charge the ring, but then he backs off. And he grabs the mic, me. and he's not going to talk. And he charges the ring, and he's not going to go. And he goes backstage, and he comes back out, and he doesn't do it. Oh, it's all mind games. It's psychological. He's messing with your head. But for me, I didn't really dig it. He looked like a big fucking goof. Yes. He looked it looked awkward. And the the thing that <laughs> I was so perplexed by is the crowd was eating it up. They were like, "Oh, so oh, he's going to do it he's now." So fucking let's Roman was the one who's like, "Fuck you. You want to fight? Let's fight." Like and then everyone was like, "Oh, that Seth Rollins is such a evil genius." I was like, "No, he just looks like <laughs> a big dumbass." You're you're booing Roman who's just standing in the ring looking real pissed off. He's like, "Yeah, let's fucking fight." And you're like, oh, that Seth Rollins is so cool. No, he looked like a big fucking goof. He's pretty cool. He looked like a dumbass. And uh, going back to last week's episode, I know we talked about the uh, the Styles and, and Roman Reigns match, how you were considering it the uh, the top match in WWE. Real fucking good. Um, I went back and rewatched it. Uh, oh, did you? I, I, I see night? where you're coming from. I watched it during my lunch break today. Oh. Uh, I saw where you're coming from. It's... Nakamura and Zayn just squeak it out just a little bit more for 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 my personal taste. See, I would have them at number two. Yeah, um, the the only thing is, like, I okay, I, I know it's an extreme rules match, so anything goes, and that also prompts the the turf war between with Gallows and the uh, and Anderson and the Usos, which prompted them to come out, help your boy, uh, do all that. I just. I don't know. I, I like the chaos and the destruction, and I really dug the, the the spear, the mist spear into the timekeepers area and all that. Like it was very, it was a very w- well done match. And if you you know 
watched it and didn't think so, go back and rewatch it because uh, you know I found a, a a better appreciation for this matchup the second time around. But uh, yeah, Nakamura and Zayn. I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was the first time that I watched it that I had that feeling. Uh, it just squeaks out. So, uh, so yeah, um, I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to do it. I mean, going back into Roman and Rollins, I, I understand Rollins, uh, Rollins was the, the mastermind while Roman was the muscle. So Rollins can't necessarily charge him head on. Yeah, but he looked like a dumbass. He there. did. He really did. There, there are better ways that they could have booked that. It wasn't like, uh, I'm a smart chicken shit. It was just like, I am a full on fucking goof. Yeah, and <laughs> it was. And, he kept like, "Oh, you think I'm going away? No, I'm not going away." Like that's stupid. That's not cool or clever or psyching anybody out. Half the time, I was expecting someone to like jump in the ring well, and attack him from behind. Yeah, like I thought he was like stalling for something. If he did that, like it's like if I charge the ring, he's going to be completely focused on me. In which case, someone can get behind him. Like I was expecting something like that. If he did it once, it would have yes. been fine. He did it yes. five fucking times. Yes, yeah. that I was, was like, what re- in that the was fuck repetitive and strange. Mm-hmm. Did not like that. Um, but after that, we got to see Rusev going up against uh, Zack Ryder. And um, I, Yo, didn't, really? oh, sorry. I didn't catch it, but apparently Lana dropped her accent. Yeah, at the beginning. Whenever she was introducing Rusev. She mm, did. I'd have to go back and rewatch it and pick yeah. up on it. Um, I've, I think I was doing something else at the time I don't, I don't recall you know really in my head i really thought this is gonna be rusev and john cena stuff before we knew what uh, yeah i think that's where they were going and i think that with the brand split i think they are gonna hot shot a big angle because maybe these guys aren't gonna be on the same brand to come july hmm interesting so uh rusev does end up defeating zach Ryder, and uh Fired up, Titus O'Neil came Woo! the fuck out. Heck yeah, he that did. Was good. Punching like motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unprofessional stiffness. So well, wait, is this the first time he's back on TV? Like no, we've Rush seen Rush? him once, I think. Since? He's done some. Uh, he's definitely wrestling wise. Uh, he's definitely done video packages and stuff. He might have been in the ring. I'm not sure. Probably like in a battle royal or something. Maybe he has been seen. I know on yeah. on TV since his suspend, uh, suspension was done. Um, so yeah, it looks like we're going to see Titus and Rusev. I don't know that I want to, I don't know that they're stylistically, they're going to mesh well enough to have a good match, Yeah, but I love the fuck out of this segment. <laughs> I thought like fired up Titus O'Neil, like punching dudes in the face was awesome. Yeah. Now, you know, you guys know how I feel about Rusev. So see, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it because Rusev historically has gone up against smaller guys. So this is a really good challenge. Not really. He's had the well, Henry stuff and the yeah, that's Swagger's a big dude. Yeah. Um, but I guess just because of his size. Yeah. I guess just because of his size overall. He's sort of a, a larger, bulkier dude. Uh, so this would be a really good challenge for him. And also, it's just and, good uh, for the throw Titus in there. You know? Yeah. He deserves it. gets it. him some shine. Um, I mean, it may have only been this one thing. I don't even know if it's going to be like a... It'll be a blow-off on SmackDown this week or something. I mean, He's going to make it a win. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a good match in them. I just thought that segment was super hype. Well, I know Rusev has the ability to bring a good match. Look, I like Titus. I don't want to throw him under the bus. He is limited, though. But what he does well, he fought, he he doesn't try to do anything he doesn't know how to do, which I think is a plus. And what he does well, he does well. So, you know, I, I don't know. I thought he looked sharp here. He just mm-hmm. was, like, angry and fucking punching dudes in the face, which is, <laughs> you know, very cool in professional wrestling. Because uh, as, as a... Uh, 
as much of a fight as pro wrestling is supposed to be, sometimes we just don't get angry dudes punching each other in the face. That's mm-hmm. all you need sometimes. It's exactly what you need. Uh, after that, we got to see the um, video package from Charlotte telling off Ric Flair and some of the superstars responding to it. you missed was, I don't know if it was during this time, was uh, Stephanie griping out uh, Charlotte. Yeah, saying you're you're not a proper champion or Which is so like weird that. to me, because I, like, I feel like Stephanie's just putting on a front right now, but... Mm-hmm. Whatever. And the fact that like two weeks ago she slapped Ric Flair in the face saying I have no respect for you and now she's like how dare you disrespect your yeah. father like that. Just, you know, the little things. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was totally out of character for her. And I know she's doing the I'm a baby face now while she, well, she's trying to portray the baby face um, and okay trying to get away. I'm the cool mom, remember? Uh, but <laughs> even then that was like really weird. It's just a weird the whole, all the way around. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see Enzo and Kaz. They got to cut a promo. Um, it was a little too cute. I think that the it, it felt like the writers had something for mm-hmm. Kaz to say. It's almost like they're like, hey, writers, come up with some shit for Kaz to say. It was come like, up with a bunch of cheese. It was too much. It was too much. Too and, much cheese. Uh, and well, it didn't feel like them. Like the rest of the stuff they've said has felt like them. This didn't feel like authentic. Kaz did that. Uh, yeah, he's done that he's before. He's done that before. The whole name something over and over. He's on this is like a second time, I think, because that was with before. cheese. No, no with with cheese, other foods. But like he'll he'll name something and the and get the fans to say how you doing. I think it's I think they're trying to get him to warm up to cut more promos. I think they're splitting these fuckers up in the draft. Oh, don't say that. Vince is waiting to guess. Yeah, that's true. But don't say that. I mean, what do you guys don't think it's gonna happen? It's not I that I don't it, think it's, it's going to happen. It's that I don't want it to happen, so I don't want anyone to say that it's going to happen. You don't want me to put it out there in the universe? No! Don't, uh, don't you put that on them. I think it would be better for them in the long run if they stuck together for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be better for them to progress get, and grow. Get established with the with the main uh, crowd. I don't think there's just any... just the people who watch NXT. I think there's absolutely zero upside to breaking them up right now. Yeah. But I think it's going to happen. They, they like to get oh, the, the rocks off of breaking people you know, up. Well, and you can tell that they're going to build Cass as a big star. So I think that they're having him go out there and say these different types of things to get the crowd to say, how you doing? It's it's a way to say, hey, you know, I can I can carry myself. You know, Enzo, he's, he's good to go uh, when it comes to being on the mic. Cass needs a little work, so this is a chance for them to say, you know, go out there, do this. Yeah, but Cass is further along in the ring than Enzo is. Oh, yeah. I would rather see Enzo be Cass's manager than them break them up as a team. Yeah. I just want those guys to stay together. How you doing? Good stuff. So, I think it's going to happen, though. They end up fighting the, you know uh, the Dudley boys. Don't break them up. You know what they are? They're a bunch of haters. Yep. A bunch of haters? Couple haters? You mean a couple haters? Couple, couple haters? haters? I mean, it's just the little one-liners that you get from from those guys. It's very entertaining. Uh, now, one one team that I won't mind if they end up splitting up because we've seen what happens when they do is the Dudley Boys. Like we we know what Bubba is capable of doing. Devon, not so much. Man, but. fuck that. I hope they keep the Dudleys are where they should be putting over the other tag teams. I think yeah. the upside to the Dudleys is the vet team that people 
get a step up on. Are you I think they're trying good to as they are. hint towards Bully Ray stuff that was Not necessarily TNA. Bully, but I was saying we know a single run. Yeah, we know that, that, that he's capable of, of carrying himself. So I, I would be okay uh, if they split that team up. That's, uh, that's all I'm saying. I think they need to stay together. I think they're there. They should be there just to put other teams So you, you're saying you want to see Reverend Devon? No. And Deacon Batista. So anyways, Enzo and Cass end up defeating the Dudley boys. Anything to take away from the matchup? Not really. Yeah. Nope. Well, after that, this was the uh, the segment that had people talking about Raw. This was the, the highlight. This was the main event in, in sorts. Uh, the return of John Cena saying that he's back. A lot of new says speech. A lot of new faces around here, but they're going to have to go through me to prove that they belong. If I'm the the face that runs the place. Mhm. And, and I don't uh, know why. I wasn't thinking AJ Styles like who's going to come out? Who's going to come out? And yeah. my stupid head didn't think AJ. Yeah, it was a nice surprise to see AJ Styles come out. Like someone new hasn't came across. Well, come on, Tyler. Well, when the um when the Rusev thing didn't play out, then I thought it was going to be AJ. Mhm. Because I thought, but they swerved to me because I thought it was going to be they show mutual respect, the club comes out, and then they team up against the club. Or yeah, that's, that's exactly what I think what a I lot of too. people were thinking that as well, which was a very good bite. Because also, it, in my head, I was past, like, okay, they're separated, like uh, Anderson and yeah. Gallows with AJ. So in my head, I'm like, they went oh, Finn's going to come in, eventually going to screw AJ over, and that's going to be that club, and I didn't see it. Well, they, coming. they actually did it well because they mm-hmm. were they were they're not they're usually very short sighted and I guess they didn't have that long to be short sighted because they played it out just a couple of weeks later but they did at least they didn't have them like get into altercation over they weren't happy about it but like the way the way they broke up it makes sense that they could have said we were just working people the whole time mm-hmm. to like get a one up or or if the thing is. AJ would just realize that he needed them and couldn't win without them because he lost to Kevin Owens the next night. He lost his title match. Yeah. I mean, that is open to interpretation as well. Either one of those you can make sense of from the way they broke up. Yeah. And they did such a, a, a good job of selling it even, uh, even after that because on Raw, you know, in a backstage segment, they're like, oh, we're not done yet. We're not done with AJ Styles either. Uh, you know, you're all going to see. And then even coming out, to face AJ Styles and John Cena, they were still selling, yo, we're here to kick ass, and that includes you, AJ. Like, we're here to kick your ass, too. Also, like, I felt weird with certain things, like, when uh, AJ was extending his hand and John Cena wasn't going to, like, shake out, I was like, is John Cena going to hit AJ, or is he going to, like, just walk away? Like, I don't have respect for you I don't respect you. It just seemed a little, like, it was a long pause. Yeah, That's when the music hit for... It was just, like, caution. He was like, do I trust this guy? But uh, I did a double take because I was watching, but then, like, I saw AJ, like, hit, like, clothes on him. I was like, did AJ... I had to be like, like rewind in my mind. I was like, wait, did that just happen? <laughs> yeah, it was it was very well done. The crowd was hot as hell before for just the, those two guys standing in the before ring. Before the turn, they were just like, we want to see these fucking guys. Yeah. Like that was like two, three solid minutes of the fans going what back was, and forth. What was you hilarious? Tell AJ was like, fuck, damn. <laughs> what was hilarious is John Cena came out. There was a lot of booze. Oh yeah, he did a speech. Everyone's you know we're gonna respect that Memorial Day. Yes, I thought it was like cheap heat. I thought it was like he's like, 
well, I'm not going to get booed. I'm going to fucking say the patriotic shit is yeah. going to look like assholes if they boo me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then crowd control. 101. AJ came out, and I thought the crowd was going to be stupid. Like, they were going to have AJ there, and they were going to be like, John Cena, John Cena sucks. I thought they were mm-hmm. going to say that. But AJ Styles, John Cena, that was pretty cool. Yeah. It was... Uh, it no was booze. a really special moment. No uh, booze. I mean, it it reminded me of the the Rock Hogan moment when they both, you know, look in opposite directions and then they look back at each other, then they look the other way at, at the crowd and who's just losing their minds over this kind of stuff. Uh, so it's definitely a match that I'm looking forward to seeing. I hope that these guys get to oh, tear the house down. Oh, they're a good show, I, I believe. Yeah. AJ's not that great. I mean, okay, AJ's better at being a babyface than a heel, so I think it's again a little bit playing against his type to make him a heel. But I know people are gonna be like, "We're the Bullet Club, we're heels in Japan." Yeah, but in Japan, the fucking most majority of the audience who watched in Japan spoke Japanese, so they didn't know what the fuck he was saying. He <laughs> <laughs> was just like annoyingly talking in a language they didn't understand. So it didn't matter that he wasn't the greatest heel there. I mean, I think naturally he feels like a baby, baby face. Like yeah. the, the way that Orton naturally feels like a heel and he's sort of like when he's a baby face, it feels uh-huh. forced and fake, you know? Like AJ feels like a baby face. So it's sort of, they're sort of like playing against him. But uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's mm. going to be a hell of a match. But we do know one thing for certain. That is the AJ Styles that Gallows and Anderson love. Yep. They, love they, they said it numerous times and to make sure that the officials picked up John Cena's teeth. Well, pick up his teeth! We know that Finn and AJ are not going to fight each other. Not anytime soon, at least. Um, did you guys did you guys think that they changed direction on this because of like all the big shit that's coming? Because it felt like these were rewrites and it felt like uh, let's do this while we can or let's uh, a bunch of shit got shifted around and they're like, well, we need something. And they're like, well, what can we do? And they're like, well, we could do AJ and Cena. Hmm. Did you feel like, did you think this is, was the plan all along or did you think they, or do you think they changed it? Oh, I didn't think anything at all. I didn't have any expectations because I didn't know what was going to happen after AJ. Well, I thought AJ was going to fight the club. That's until Finn came in. That's what my thought process is. And then John Cena, I thought was just him and Rusev. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I got the impression that they changed it. I think they hot shotted the feud, but uh, it was pretty well done. So I'm not really complaining. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. So uh, it was really well done. So, like I said, that was the that was too the, the best thing about Raw. Yeah. So after that, we got to see Dana Brooke going up against Natalia. Uh, this was kind of a short matchup, and Charlotte was there. Causing a distraction. And um, Charlotte was there. And Dana Brooke ends up getting the win. Yeah, it was really weird how Dana Brooke did the, like, the call out Charlotte thing. It's like that feels like the thing the boss does. And then the, um, it, and she definitely, I would be very careful not to give the impression that she's like calling any shots or anything. Hmm. It's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, fuck, at least they got something for my girl to do, though. <laughs> um, but after the matchup, Dana Brooke and Charlotte. We were looking to uh, to rough up Natalia some more, but uh, Becky Lynch came out to make That's, the save. That, but when I said at least I got something for my girl to do, I meant at least I got something for Becky. To do. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, that which, makes more sense. Which one's your girl? <laughs> I'll let you, boy. Um, I don't even mean it like that. Like I'm just mean like you know I, I 
like and appreciate her. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that she's doing something. Yes. Other than not being on TV. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got a, a backstage segment with uh, Dolph Ziggler talking about his match with Baron Corbin, um, talking about the technical wrestling and all that. Lame and, promo. Uh, I yeah, was like, "What the it, hell is he talking about?" It was. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that at all. He did the Jericho Thousand and Four Holds promo, but, yeah. rolled my eyes. but he did it really bad. Yeah, yeah, rolled my eyes. I can do an arm bar and a and a chin lock and an super, arm bar and super kick. And a super kick and an arm bar. I could do this all day. Which isn't a hold. A super kick isn't yeah. a hold. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the fucking like emphasis on technical just for him to like fucking hit him in the nuts though. Did you guys, <laughs> were you guys into that? I sort of liked it. <laughs> I, I, I like, thought oh, it was hilarious. Fuck, right when he on. started putting the headgear on and the mouthpiece, I'm like, oh my God, what have they done to his character? Because like, I was like, is, he doesn't do technical. What have they done? You know, he does. Well, not yeah, like the amateur like, yeah. stuff. Yeah. He has an amateur background, but he does not incorporate it. Yeah. Uh, and then the bell rings, and he comes up and just kicks him in the dick. <laughs> I, mean, I laughed. I was, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of into it. I cracked yeah. up laughing, and then I'm like... Well, wait a second. He's supposed to be the good guy. That's not really what good guys do um, See, under any circumstance. At least, yeah, that's true. But I would at least, I prefer that to him being a whiner about. Uh, court. He cheated. Yeah, like it was legal in the match. He lost within the parameters of the match, even mm. though you got fucking your dick punched. <laughs> I mean, it was legal. So, I mean, I guess the alternative were to be like, yeah, okay, you can fucking win by hitting me in the nuts, but you can't, like, out-wrestle me, so let's have a fucking wrestling match. Are you man enough to fucking wrestle me? I mean, I guess that could be, or they could have done this where he's like, yeah, a fucking ball for a ball. Like, I'm, gonna <laughs> fucking, like, I'm just imagining they have a, have their next matchup. It'd be a no disqualification, and the bell rings, they both walk towards each other and they both go to kick each other in the nuts. Like You know those like double super kick spots where yes. both the guy gets knocked out, they're like and they uh, both go down. Oh What was that uh the past few games when you could create your dick. own move or whatever? Like people were like <laughs> chaining like nut kicks and like punches and stuff. That's your special move. I'm gonna hit you in the dick over and over again. <laughs> I don't know where we get from here, but I was sort of into it. I don't know. Yeah, I was too. It was very strange. So, uh, well, it was just like subvert your expectations, brother. Like technical wrestling. I've got my amateur headgear on, and the bell rings. He just fucking kicks him in the dick. And I love that Cole was like, "What the hell did he just do?" Um, so it's good because it threw me off my game, and I yeah. like that. And it see, was, I like that. It was that a little was, something unexpected. I think that, I like that he was just like, "Yeah, I, I got DQ'd. The match is over." Right? I, I like that he didn't like jump him after it. It was just like a ball for a ball, like eye for eye, ball for a ball. He's like, "I just I got my fucking." And I nut shot back. He's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, I lost my DQ. Peace. Later. Enjoy that winner's purse. So, uh, yeah, very, very interesting way to to end a, to start and end a match, I guess. Uh, but that takes us into the main event. Sammy's. Well, they had a pre or uh, a thing backstage earlier in the night, which ended it, the the teams oh, yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, each yeah. other. Talking about their individual guys. What was it with Ambrose? Ambrose is like, oh yeah, he's got an issue with Canadians apparently. Yeah, because of uh, uh, Jericho and uh, Kevin Owens are from uh, Canada. He oh he doesn't like them or whatever. He's like, oh they come from Canada. Canadians, man. And you know, Sami Zayn was trying to say that he was Canadian, and he finally did. And oh, that explains a lot. That was weird. They did that with both teams because they did the he doesn't like Canadian. Ambrose doesn't like Canadians, and and. And uh, Zane was like, you know, I'm Canadian, right? And then Jericho did the, uh, 
he said something in for like uh, French Canadian, and, and, and <laughs> he like, goes, I know. That, "That means this," and he goes, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> so they did it for both teams. Like we get it. Yeah, we're we're French Canadian. Get it. So uh, yeah, so it was Zane, Cesaro, and Ambrose going up against Owens, Jericho, and Del Rio. Um, I did sort of like Owens be like, "Yeah, I don't actually have a personal problem with anybody, but Sami Zayn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, any thoughts on the matchup itself? It was that multi-man like everybody tag match player. Yeah, it was, that, it was that multi-man WWE like Raw main event where they dudes just went out and did spots and stuff. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, Tyler, same, same. All right, well, Sammy Cesaro and uh, Ambrose end up getting the win. So, yeah, you guys think he's getting the last spot though? Is the question? Huh? Who do you guys think is getting the last spot? Is the question? In the <sighs> Money in the Bank. See, I don't know because. They made it seem like it's going to be a six-man, but still on their website, there's a mystery opponent. There were seven silhouettes, right? Yeah. Okay. And there there was to begin with, but throughout the night, I don't believe I could be mistaken. think they're going to like, phase it out quietly? And be like- Possibly, because they made, they made no mention of, oh, there's still one more spot to go. Who's going to be the seventh person? And, still got a couple weeks. Huh? Well, yeah, but... It was it was just the fact that it was like the six competitors in the money in the bank and six, 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 six. I hope it's not like a returning I, Randy Orton or something. No, I hope not. I, I heard speculation that they would that people would like to see Bray Wyatt. Although I don't know what his injury status is. Or return table. Yeah. I know he's out still out for yeah. a while. What was um, his again? What's his oh, injury? Torn meniscus, I think. Was that the knee? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is good. Mm-hmm. He would be the perfect fit for this match because he could do the he could do the high spot shit, and he could be the big brawler guy. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see. I don't know if they're going to do a seventh person now, but see, I sort of feel like I wish Bray would just sort of be like like Harper would be the guy, and then mm-hmm. like why it's just his mouthpiece or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that takes us into the hot topics. Uh, for those of you Whoa. who weren't following, what's sorry up? before that. Have you noticed that uh, Braun and um, Eric Rowan haven't been on TV? What the fuck mm-hmm. are they gonna do without Bray and Luke? That's true. Yeah, I mean, they I can't be they, a tag team just tags, like beating up people. They're just gonna be sheeple. So but they're they just keeping them off. They don't have anybody to tell them what to do. Like they can't, they can't make it in the world on their own. They've yeah. got to have someone to boss them around. Yeah, man, tie your shoe. I don't know how to tie your shoe. Nerds. So, yeah, who knows? But uh, for those of you who've been following WWE, uh, they released a tweet of some sort um, hyping a uh, a hatch, if you will. What's that? I don't know. Um, like an egg hatching? There's no telling. It was just like hashtag hatch. Um, and it was very speculative, but they announced it on Raw that it was the announcement of WWE 2K17. And um, how does it? It was like a particular picture that was also used in the film that they shot. I don't know. How don't does know. what is? How does Hatch play? In? I have no idea. Okay. It was just something to get people buzzing. Okay. Like, oh, what does this mean? Could it Give be? Give him a beer. Is it a new uh, stable? Is the return of Bray Wyatt? Is this, uh, this guy coming in? So it was just something to get people talking, and um, it ended up being a video package. They disappoint uh, everyone's expectations by yeah. just being about a, the video game. Yeah, about the video game with <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg is the uh, special pre-order 
character. And if you pre-order now, you get not one, but two skins of Goldberg. You get the black trunks and the black and white trunk Goldberg. Some people do that right now to give Earth? Yeah. I saw us in two WCW rings. What about in a little while? I have to do it today? Oh, I'm no. not sure if you do it before the, the thing comes out. I saw it's pre-order online, bonus. Yeah. Some people were like, oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. He's going to be on the cover of 2K17. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's just a pre-order bonus. He's not the main. Just like Sting was. Just like the Ultimate Warrior was. It hasn't was. even been that long since he's been in the game, though, you know? Yeah, like 2014, <laughs> I think. Yeah. 2K14 was the last year he was in, I believe. Um, and they're hurting for DLC, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But for those of you who watched the video, who might not have caught it, uh, you know, obviously Goldberg's being escorted by the police, the police to, to the police car. He gets in the car, the car is driving away, and you see Goldberg kind of look over, and there's something reflective in the window, and it's a billboard that says Suplex City. So, very... See, I, see, I missed the, I didn't see that. the thing. Yeah, it's very, you know, you kind of have to, obviously you have to be able to read it backwards, but, you know, there there are still pictures oh. uh, circulating throughout the internets that uh, that pointed out. So, so oh, that means... So they're going to redo that awful, awful Mania match? God, there, I hope believing? not. <laughs> this means that you can redo the feud in 2K17. Yeah, and there's a lot of people going, oh my God, that means Goldberg's going to be back. He might be. <laughs> he's going to be He's gonna be fighting against Brock Lesnar. I mean, if he's got the... Laser. I mean... They've got to be on like good speaking terms for them to be for him to be in the game. So yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll make an appearance. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll be wrestling, but we'll see. Get Goldberg in the Hall of Fame. Yep, that's exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> um, other bit of hot topic news: uh, Cody Rhodes. He released a list of people that he wanted to face once he is uh, allowed to do so, and it has been announced that his first post WWE match will go against Kurt Angle. Who? For Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Yeah, for what promotion? Oh, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I forgot all the people on this list, but I remember what was Ricochet, one of them, Hero, Young Bucks, Adam Cole. I forgot the other people. Should be pretty good to see. Best best of wishes to him. Uh, but with that being said, it's Do you think go- he's like, I should have waited like a few weeks and I could have been a bigger deal on SmackDown or something? Or do you think they've just been like treating him the same no matter what? Treating him the same. Probably no the same because they'd still keep him in the Stardust gimmick. Do you think he regrets it, or you think he's like, yeah, fuck, I don't care? Nah, I'm he's sure. probably in his head. This is probably a good thing, you know. I'm gonna go and you know have some fresh matchups to a character how I want to do my character. Here's the thing, though: how many how many places are gonna pay him what he's probably gonna be expecting to make? Well, nah. he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulder, so he won't go in there with a massive ego or anything. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll no, see. Those guys like seem to to come out with a very high price tag. Well, I'm sure they do. They don't want to go out there and be like, "Yeah, 200 bucks, I'll do it." Well, of um, course not. But is anyone going to be? Or, or not anyone? Some places will obviously. Yeah. But are many places going to be able to afford him for him to be utilized like you think he's going to be? Because for I tell you right now, Ring of Honor. I mean, no, they can't afford that. They, they Sinclair technically could afford them, but they won't. Sinclair won't give them the budget for that, even though they technically could. Yeah. I mean, New Japan could could pay him what he would want, and probably just because he's Dusty's kid would maybe even feature him in a high position. But I mean, Ring of Honor is not going to pay him what he would expect to make. Mm-hmm. For sure. I don't know, but I think that's just something that. He would, 
he would probably be willing to to work on or work out. Because if there's a there, if there's a list of people he wants to wrestle, he's gonna wrestle them. It doesn't matter where or when, but it's just a matter of okay, how much how much do the fans want to see it? How much do you want the fans to come to your place and see it? Just sort of something like that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure they'd be fine wrestling in a gymnasium or something, and just to say, yeah, dude, we had a kick ass man. Find that list, but um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I, I, I think that. Uh, I'm sure the guy loves wrestling. I'm sure he wants to go out there and have cool matches. I don't know that I get that he's a guy who's going to take a significant pay cut just to do it, though. I don't know. Well, that not I, necessarily a pay cut, but it's just one of those. Well, I mean, it's just like who can afford him? Yeah. Who, New Japan can afford him. Ring of Honor can't. Uh, and if Ring of Honor can't, then that means all those other independents can't either. TNA can and Ryborg. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they can, but I mean, maybe his, some of his checks are going to bounce. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh Adam Cole, Dalton Castle, Bola. Who's Bola? Battle of Los Angeles is a PWG tournament. Oh, uh, gotcha. Angle, Hero, The Miracle, Moose. Uh, you better hurry up because Moose can get his ass signed by the WWE with all this fucking shit going on. <laughs> Pat Buck. Moose's contract is about to be up and they're going to sign his ass. Like, you think so? His contract's up in like August and in July, I mean. Maybe it's in the next month his contract's up. Um, Him and Roger Strong's contracts are both up in the next couple of months, and I would not be surprised. Roger Strong is one of the people he wants to He better hurry up on those dudes because they may get signed. Young Bucks, Trevor Lee, uh, Shibata, Shibata, how do you say it? Shibata. Uh, He wants to be a personal ring announcer. I think he wants Eden to be his personal ring announcer. uh, uh, I guess he wants to be in an event where they throw streamers because they said the streamers thing. Here's the real question. (laughs) How many places is he going to talk himself out of a a deal at just because he insists that Eden gets booked with him? And they're going to be like, no, we can't afford that. We are a a duo. Well, no, she's doing her own thing now. Uh, She she announced on her Twitter that she she has taken a position at a new job. Yeah. So that would be strictly for ah well she wanted to co- she wanted to tag along so we'll see yeah we'll have to see did you guys get to watch the uh, uh, Seth Rollins twenty four seven video no. man I enjoyed it is let me let me let me guess they made him seem like an awesome hardworking babyface and then they brought him back as a heel <laughs> they made him seem like a likable hardworking guy yeah yeah they did they went to his dad's basement. Where he watched all kinds of stuff, and they had a portal where RVD would have walked through. Cause he seemed like a cool guy. A portal. What? Yeah, like there's, there's like, they went into the basement, and it's just like black, um, cement bricks, mm-hmm. and they used like chalk to write all kinds of stuff, like bands that they were listening to, and uh, on the door to go back upstairs. They have "Help Me" written backwards in honor of Al Snow, mm-hmm. uh, and they drew like a portal. Uh, on the wall that's supposed to be only for Rob Van Dam to come through because they really they were big fans of his. Yeah, I'm just I'm just giving him a hard time. I mean, I, yeah, the outside the ring stuff it doesn't bother me that they get out of character for. I just don't like it when they can't decide how they want a guy to be on like in character on screen. Yeah, uh, I mean it was really well done, and obviously, uh, I I I did enjoy the the story that they told between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, where he was like, my very first match uh, was in this particular place and it was against AJ Styles. And after the match, 
he gave me the good rub, got on the microphone and be like, dude, this guy's only 19 years old and he's going to be a star. And then uh, we went to the next town the the very next night and wrestled again. And uh, I offered to, to buy him dinner and AJ Styles said, no, man, I got it. Just pay it forward. And he was like, that really stuck with me. And that makes me want to give back. And that's how they rolled it into his, his wrestling school that he has now. And it was like as simple of who has a wrestling school, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, he was like as simple of offering to pay for another man's meal. You know, that, that really stuck out with me to, to want to give back to, to wrestling fans who want to become, um, superstars. Now I teach kids for free. No, not quite, but it's, it's at least worth checking out. Um, it was, you know, they, they showed the struggle that he had to go through in order to recover. He was trying so hard to get back in time for WrestleMania, and they showed him at WrestleMania in, like, one of the suites, and you could just see his face. Like, he wished that he could have been there so bad, you know. And they, you know, they talk about it. It was like, you know, last year I, I walked out, I closed WrestleMania as the WWE champion this year. I'm not even on the card. Like, that eats me up inside. I don't even want to be here right now. Like, I want to go back and start training. So, it was really well done. It's worth checking out. So, uh, with that being said, let's go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Only question coming to us this week from Simon saying, Great show as always. Uh, Regular listener from the UK. What do you guys think about the brand split announcements? Does it mean more call-ups from NXT? And do you think SmackDown will claim its place back from NXT as the second show in WWE behind Raw? Possibly. Uh, Also gutted, Cody Rhodes has gone, but understand his reasons. He's a good talent. Just hope wherever he goes, they, uh, they give him a good shot. Or when and if he returns, he is used properly. Very talented guy. Keep up the good work. We kind of sort of inadvertently talked about this yeah. before we got there. Sorry, Simon. Was, yeah. Sorry, Simon. But thank yeah. you for listening, man. Yeah, we certainly do appreciate it. Really good. Love it. Uh, yeah, I do think NXT is going to get called up. And yeah, maybe it does. Maybe maybe it does uh, take its place as a second show. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how it all plays out. I'll tell you why. As the lots future holds. Lots of weird shit has happened this past year in professional wrestling. And it looks like wrestling is just going to keep getting weirder. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of cool and fun. I don't know. And you're leaving for like the next month. So we won't get to hear your opinions on this. Unless you just want to call into the show. In which case, we'll, well, totally I, mean, well, well I, pro- I most likely won't have seen anything to talk about. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. But, uh. Yeah, but at least I'll get it done before you're gonna come the, back, to and like the entire <laughs> wrestling world is gonna be changed forever. I mean, I'll be back before shit gets on and popping too good. Yeah, but hopefully we'll have some clarity as to what's going on. But Doug, we certainly hope that you have a wonderful vacation, and uh, make sure you come back because we don't want you, we want you to come back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if people are like you know worried about me not being here or anything, I mean. It'll just be well, just like this whole fucking year where I haven't been here. It just you'll keep right along listening. And well, much, much like whenever I went on my honeymoon, and anytime you really go on vacation, you're like, no, I, I don't think I'm going back. I'm just going to stay here. That's what I mean. Oh. Just make sure you come back. Come back to us, Doug. Yeah, man, I'll be back. We, we need you. So, I'll be uh, back. So, yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Hey, we ended up going pretty long anyway, so not too bad. Um, so make sure you submit questions 
to our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes. Feel free to give us a review by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, at WNS Podcast, at WNS underscore Daniel, at Tyler underscore Bear on Twitter. There you go. So that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm a bear. I'm Doug and I'm Audi 5000. And we'll catch you all next week.